Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip hop Jones got the music blasting. Better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker. Original, he's no poser, no competition, he's the owner. There I'm moving speakers closer, cause it's time to tune in to the Taz Show. All right, yo, yo, yo. <laughs> test one, two. Hello, test one, two. Test one, two. What's going on, uh, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Taz Show. This is a Wednesday edition. Wednesday edition of the Taz Show coming at you live right now. Body Sims and Beyond streaming and screaming at TazShow.com. Maybe you're watching there or listening there. Thank you. Or you could be listening live at the Radio.com app on the Radio.com app. Or maybe you listen to the audio on demand or the podcast version of the show at play.it. <clears throat> Excuse me, or Spotify or TuneIn. Or damn, Spotify, play.it, TuneIn. Oh, iTunes. That's it. iTunes, the big boy. Yes. You could be doing that. Or uh, there's another way in this particular episode. You could be taking the show in live. Yes, you could be taking the show in live right now at Facebook, on Facebook, Facebook Live. We are on Facebook Live, and we'll be on Facebook Live at Facebook.com slash The Taz Show for the whole effing show today. You damn right. In honor of Rob Van Dam, the whole effing show. Facebook Live, the whole effing show, yeah! So anyway, so that's pretty big. I don't think we've ever, ever done that. Ever, never, ever done that. Facebook Live for the whole two-hour Jones. So um, we will be doing that. So that's interesting. We're actually in the middle of doing that. How about that? So we'll see if... Uh, so finally, all of the the egomaniacs on the Facebook that usually just watch the last, the final segment of the Taz show every day, the final 30 minutes, and they, the egomaniacs, they don't watch the rest of the show. They want to be updated for the whole past hour and a half. No more. Well, maybe tomorrow. I shouldn't say no more. Because we're just maybe doing this for today and we'll see how it goes. I'm not really sure. But regardless, now all the people on the Facebook can watch the whole show. Because I'm doing the show right now. So welcome. Welcome to the Tash Show, everybody. Uh, I, I, seriously, I appreciate everybody jumping on. People are calling the show already. And it's a very simple process. If you want to call the show, maybe you want to talk about SmackDown. Or you want to talk about uh, the big pay-per-view coming up uh, this um, this coming Sunday. You can be, want to talk about that. Or you want to talk about my Mets sucking. You can talk about that. Uh, it's a very simple process to call a show. It really is. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. <laughs> That's an 866-475-2948. Yes, sir. And uh, in this episode here, it's going to be interesting because I'm going to get into a detail of what I felt stole the show who i should say i felt stole the show on smackdown last night because so uh, there'll be a good amount of smackdown chatter here uh so definitely do that and um jinder mahal you want to talk about him for sure how do you not it's a big deal what's going on with him what they're doing with him uh gonna have some thoughts and opinions on breeze ango 
for sure with their uh, you know fashion files gimmick. Before I get into all that and get into the phones, I want to bring in the biz dev guy, the business development guy. He's the main businessman uh, who handles all business affairs of the Taz Show. He's also the audio producer. He's also the minister of man meat because he's an ordained minister. They call him Dennis. Some call him Jones. His name is Dennis Jones. He's a lumberjack. He's also been called Dirt Sheet Dennis. He's been called Lumber Biscuit. He's been called, been called Jumbo Jones. Um, he's got a plethora of nicknames. Let's just call him the Lumberjack. Timber! Uh, good moment, sir. Good moment to you. Yeah. Okay, great. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so in this episode here, that went well. Uh, in this episode here, it's going to be very, uh, uh, it's going to be fulfilling with a lot of info. And I also think we grabbed a, uh, we're not doing video dump today, right? No. Correct. Okay. But we have some, and we're not doing SOSM. Haven't in a while. <laughs> thank God. Yes. Thank God. Yes. yes. But we have elements of SOSM in the show because we're going to share some tweets that we found, that the team here found, scouring the Twitter today. Some interesting stuff. And I think Randy Orton, who's been the topic of discussion this, this week, kind of, already midweek, who also had a great match last night, I have to say, with my man Baron Corbin. <clears throat> that was an excellent match. I enjoyed that match very much. Uh, but Randy Orton, I, I think we're right out of the box. I just, just let's get this. This is. Can we just run this? Are you ready to run this? No, not yet. Oh, okay. Ants. Oh, no, no, not ready. Right Ants trying to figure out. That's how to... okay. No problem. Maybe I shouldn't have said something. We'll just back that up. I'll just, just take all that out of the podcast. So anyway, yeah, we're gonna share a tweet later on that the Randy Orton put out. This actually is funny. It's not like mean spirited by Randy. So I think it's funny anyway. So we'll get into that here in a little bit. Uh, we're also on the gimmick chat, by the way. So at TazShow.com. So now it's full competition this episode with the Facebook Live people. This is bad. There's already heat with these groups. So now it's, you know, <laughs> you can go to TazShow.com, get on the gimmick chat, and interact with each other on there and log in with all your social media accounts, or any of them, I should say. You can do that for sure. But you can also do that on the Facebook Live. <laughs> Why not spread my content out as much as possible? That's what we do here, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, that's the deal on that. I'm going to get to the phone real quick. It was a lot. Of, uh, the phones are jammed up, and I got a feeling they're going to be jammed up for a good chunk of the show, so I don't want to get backlogged with that. That's number one. And I'm going to give you my thoughts, I said, in a second here on who stole the show on... Um, on, from last night. Oh, this is a guy that actually called the show yesterday, and somehow we didn't, he didn't get through. Jeff in Massachusetts, you're on the Taz Show. Uh, good moment, Taz. Good moment, sir. I, you know, somehow we lost you yesterday. I apologize. No, 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 no need to apologize to you. Well, listen, some of us apologize in this life, and then some people in this room have no class or manners or cooth, and they don't apologize. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I apologize, apologize for, nothing. for nothing. Yeah, exactly. So uh, how can I help you, Jeff? <laughs> I was just going to get my off the hooks and uh, uh, thoughts about Sunday's pay-per-view. Let's do it. Awesome. I'm going to give first match is the original man who started the jump kick is uh, Jumpin' Joe Civil. Uh, whoa, whoa. Let's, let's get the hold on now. Wait a second. Wait. <laughs> let's hold on. Let's back up and get our act together, Jeff. You had a full day to fix what you did yesterday, and you did nothing yesterday because you did not make it on. Now, Jeff, you are trying to say Jumpin' Joe Savoldi? 
Yes. He did not start the drop kick. You sure? Dude, are you <laughs> Jeff? First of all, I wrestled Jumper Joseph Oldie many times. To answer your question succinctly, I am sure. Yes. Do, do you you think that jumping? Why would a guy who in his prime was in the early 1990s? That's when the drop kick was the was was discovered. What are you nuts? No. Come on, Jeff. That's what you implied. No, I actually started in the in the 1930s. Okay, hold on. I need to get 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 Dennis in it. Dennis, did this man Jeff not just say it started with jumping Joseph Aldi? Joey, Jeff, you opened with <laughs> my first off the hook is the man that started it all, yeah, jumping that's, Joe. That's what you said, bro. Come on, Haas, you got to get this right. <laughs> well, I couldn't pronounce his last name very well. Okay, it's jumping Joseph Aldi. Is that the guy you're talking about? Yes. The, man, you, the man who start the man who started drop kicks. <laughs> Everybody knows that. I wrestled Joe, and I, that was like nineteen ninety. And yeah. I, okay, what what who, who who do you have against Joe? So I'm not done with this. Who do you have? Who do you got? Him versus Maven. Okay, another guy who started. He actually Maven is the one who started headlocks in the wrestling business. I, I digress. Yeah, continue. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Von Eric. Yes. Versus Mark Merrow. Oh, he had a good drop kick. That's a good point. Johnny B. Bad. Mark Merrow, though. He had a really good drop kick. Very good. Very good. What else? Main event, Randy Orton versus uh, the great indie star, Kyle O'Reilly. Interesting. You have Randy Orton going against an indie star. To me, that's interesting. Are there any dives in that match? But I digress. Um... Yes. Back to jumping Joseph Oldie. Uh, I'd like you to try to restart what you were trying to say. Uh. <laughs> no, no, but Jeff, I don't know what the point. I, I really need before I let you go. I got to know what you were talking about. No, I, 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 I looked back into history of uh, the uh, original right uh, wrestlers who did the drop kicks. Right. And he his his name first popped in. Do you, do you, first of all, he, he, he's probably, look, I'm 49 years old. Joe is probably maybe a, a year or two older or younger than me. We're around the same age. So now his, you might be talking about his dad, Angelo Savoldi. No, that's not the guy I told no. him. He didn't start drop case either. But uh, I, I, I don't understand where, uh, this on Wikipedia, where are you getting this information? No, you're on uh, Google. Okay. Wikipedia. Okay. I, Dennis, I can't let this go. I, I just, I'm sorry. I just can't let it go. I need, I need someone to, to get closure on this because I'm, I, I, Jeff, you seem like a very intelligent guy. Um, you know, I don't, uh, I don't know why this is happening right now. I mean, uh, Shane Scott on uh, Facebook Live saying Jeff with the fake news. I mean, Jeff, see, this is the problem now. People are going to stop bashing you. You know what I mean? Um, well, they could bash me. But. All right. Name the source, Jeff, in the words of Montclair Sinclair. Name the source, sir. So it's Google. Yep. And you're telling me, you, what, what exactly did you Google? Because I want Dennis to Google exactly what you Googled. Uh, you, drop kick uh, pro wrestling. Pretty vague. 
Um, so let me get this straight. While while Dennis is doing this, I have to ask you another question, Jeff. Sorry, you're right. really in a blender right now, sir. So <laughs> I love you, kid, but you're in a blender. So I'm starting to think you're, you got a there's something. You guys are drinking something there, in Massachusetts. You and Nick. I don't know what's going on. Uh, by the way, do you have an MMA background? No. Because Nick, you've heard Nick. He fights the MMA guy with the concussions. But anyway, uh, so you're telling me you called to give your off the hook drop kicks and you had to Google people? That's kind of cheating. No, 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 no. I just wanted to find out the... I just want to go uh, old school. Okay. Uh, what do you got, Dennis? All right, so the Wikipedia page for Dropkick has its own... He didn't own... say Wikipedia, though. Well, I... Fi... Jeff, did you go to Wikipedia? Well, I went to Google first, and then it goes to Wikipedia. Uh-huh. I see. So, come on. I think Dennis cracked the case here. I got it. So... In in Jeff's defense, according to Wikipedia, which you know is one of the most reliable sources on the internet, <laughs> the drop kick in its current form was originated by Jumping Joe Savoldi. <laughs> Although wrestler Abe Coleman, known as Abe Hebrew Hercules, did you say the sauce is yeah, king for Chicago? Gabe Abe Froman. Abe Froman, known the as Her the Hebrew Hercules, the Hebrew Hercules, yeah. and Jewish Tarzan, can be seen in early videos using feet first die. Seth, now, Seth, line three. <laughs> So, but now on the other, they put little images on the right. They have jumping Joseph Oldi in Australia in 1937. So maybe, so maybe the Joseph oh. Oldi that you wrestled, okay, was a time traveler. So now That's wait, the only explanation. But wait, is it an old the one from 1937? The picture of he jumping? looks like a bare knuckle boxer. So maybe that was Joe's great grandfather, old jumping Joseph Oldi. Maybe that's his great grandfather, could be, or his uncle. That could be. So maybe Jeff is getting lambasted and he's right. I don't know, but I don't. Th I can't imagine Jeff. That could be. I mean, I'm not. I can't go back to 1937. When you oh, say I know, jump, I know. you know, when you say jumping Joseph Oldie to me, right away my brain goes to the guy I wrestled. You know what I mean? So, um, huh? So it's 1937, and and in the picture of, I, we need to we need this is basically the whole show. This is gonna be the whole show. What's I'll tell up? you what. I'll tweet out from the show account the, the link of the Wikipedia, and people can judge for themselves. Because here, here, here's my issue, Jeff, is that it's drop kicks off the hook. I don't think you saw the 1937 Jumpin' Joe Savoldi do a drop kick. What do you mean? I've never seen any matches. I saw some old photos. <laughs> That's, that, there's a lot of flags. I, I feel like you tried it. to skirt the system there. Yeah, I think you worked the system, actually, Jeff. Jeff, please get into uh, backlash before you really get deeper into the blender. <laughs> I just, I, I think it's going to be a great show. I cannot wait to watch it, and I'm gonna, and I hope that. Uh, no offense, I would like to see the U.S. title be the main event. Okay, okay, I, I you know, I understand that. I mean, Kevin Owens, I think, I, I don't, I wasn't crazy about. Some of the creative that they did with Kevin Owens last night. I'll get into that in a second. But I definitely think that that, uh, that has a chance to possibly steal the show. I do think Orton and Jinder Mahal is going to be a really good match. Thank you for calling, Jeff. <laughs> the thing is, uh, <coughs> excuse me. The thing is, I think that um, what's going to happen, uh, not what's going to happen, what should have happened was not have Kevin Owens basically do the whole Chris Jericho thing. I just don't agree with what he did. Of what they had him do, I don't. I don't. I. I. It seems pretty obvious that they're going to bring him back. Uh, I guess sooner rather than later. Whatever he's doing, you know what I mean. Meaning Chris, but I don't. I, I don't. I think Owen should be standing on his own, doing his own thing. 
I do not think that he should be uh, it's obviously going to lead to an angle, but geez, if it does lead to an angle, I mean, how, how long, how many times will we see Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho? I mean, enough. So I don't understand why a guy like Kevin Owens, as talented as he is a worker, has, as good as he is on a microphone, why does he have to sarcastically hack the whole Jericho thing? I just think it's, I, I don't see the, the, the benefit in that. I, I just don't like it. Maybe I, maybe some of you guys disagree, and, and I don't know. I mean, uh, Jericho was supposed to be out for a while. Is he out for good? Like, we don't know. Do we know, Dennis? I don't know. Unless I missed something here. I don't know. Out indefinitely, but. Yeah, I don't know. So, um, I just don't, I don't, I'm, from a fan's perspective, did you like it? No, nope, hated it. I Kevin Owens is better than. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's so much better than that. The highlight reel is Chris Jericho. I, I get what they're going, but he's better than that. Come out and just cut a nasty heel promo. I like the first part was good how he's like look I put Jericho on the shelf this like he's gone leave it at that don't I don't need the, the highlight reel Jose in Massachusetts you are on the Taz show what's going on buddy hey top of the moment Taz top of the moment sir how are you yeah, I like to say top of the moment to the prime minister of the dirt sheet Dennis good moment mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, I was just back down last night it was a uh, pretty okay yeah, it was. It was. It was I agree about the Kevin Owens thing. Uh, a little bit too much. Right. I uh, think they're probably going to go into an angle with maybe Jericho comes back, probably SummerSlam or. Was there an echo in here, Josh? Jose, we got an echo in here, bro. What do we got going on? Uh, probably, uh, <laughs> probably a crappy service. <laughs> I think you missed the joke. Okay, no problem. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, because I just said that. You just repeat what I just said, bro. That's okay, though. Good. Oh yeah. Well, that's I all right. Agree, though. Yeah. Uh, also want to put you over. Yes, uh, yes. Of course, I'm kind of wanting to stop watching because uh, I was a big hardcore fan for a while, but okay. I stopped watching for 11 years till last year. Stop like watching. Yeah. You stopped watching wrestling Completely. in general. Or everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so, uh, but I got back into it. Yeah, it's good, but, but like the wrestling's incredible. But like the promos and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's some stuff great, is but... yeah, some stuff's corny. It is. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, and it's kind of worse than when it was when I stopped watching because I stopped a little before Eddie died. And yeah, mm. yeah. And I, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, some yeah, stuff and, is and definitely corny for me. It was the whole Spirit Squad. That's what. That's when I really stopped. Spirit watching. Squad. Wow. So that's when you bailed. You just <laughs> yeah, I bailed. That's I bailed. Funny. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Plus, I was missing. Uh, Missing raw like every other week and yeah yeah yeah. Well, you know, people are I, busy. I yeah. as, you, as you get older, man, yeah, it's hard. It's, it's like, hard. To, it's hard to invest free hours. You know, into the show. It's yeah. hard. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and plus, you know, once you get back into it, it's like I miss all this stuff from last. You gotta watch the language, bro. Come on, you know better. Oh, I'm sorry. You sorry. Can't sorry. Do that. Yeah. I apologize for nothing. Sorry. No, well, you can't. You, can, you just apologize for nothing. You stole. Then you hacked. Uh, you hopped. Then hacked Dennis. Thanks for coming, Jose. See you down the road. <laughs> Appreciate you calling. I mean, really. You know. Uh, Unbelievable! Uh, you're, you're such a bad inspiration for people to uh, apologize. Uh, do, not bl- do not nah, blame. Do not blame me for his foul thing is all you. No, nah, not it's not his language. It's your gimmick. I'm not sorry. I apologize yeah. for nothing. Yeah, so it's your gimmick. Really sick of it. You know, before I continue talking about SmackDown, I got to tell you, I had a little discussion here with you, Dennis, yesterday, and I want to bring people uh, behind the scenes. Okay, I had a discussion here. Seth was in the room, and 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 Anthony was in the room. 
We were talking, having a nice, good post meeting. Everything was fine. And then I, I don't know how it segued into you with this gimmick of that you don't apologize. And it's not a gimmick. And I'm not trying to put you over. I'm not just not a work. But people don't realize that this guy literally won't apologize for stuff. And it's really pissing me off, Dennis. It, I'm not kidding no, either. I'm shooting. This, yeah, this is the God's honest truth. But you're you're also you're doing a disservice to me because my the original anger was not directed at me. There was that post show <laughs> meeting yesterday was fierce, and <laughs> somehow it's segueing over to the video producer. I feel it already. Go ahead, continue. <laughs> well, that's uh, you're going to tell me that's not where it started from. <laughs> it, it was rough. It was rough between on, between on him and the KFJ. Yeah. Going at it, and you were, you were trying to make points. And, I really and, was. And Seth wanted to get in his his, his quips, singing nonstop, <laughs> and, on and Ant's head was spinning. Oh my god! And you're right after that meeting, bro. I thought you were going to quit the show, bro. I was bad last yesterday. I just have to pay rent one more month. <laughs> Dude, what's the deal with this? Is there any heat with you and Seth? Like, what's the story with that? He buries you. No, I think we grew closer yesterday. You know, he's your boss, right? You do realize that? He is. He is definitely my boss. That was let known yesterday. Man, it was just Zing City. It was just nonstop. It was more like me just up against the wall being flogged, <laughs> and then me trying to get back. Bro, it was unbelievable. I mean, it was every time you talked, you got buried. And then all your, your, your little grab-ass friend here, Anthony, uh, uh, Dennis, he was just sitting there laughing, eating peaches and eating grapes. And then he was eating pizza. I don't know what he was eating. Oh, actually, yeah, he was eating all sorts of stuff. He likes to play grab-ass with Seth in the afternoon. I'm more of his morning Yeah, Ant's my on-air. Ant's my on-air grab-ass partner. The second the show ends, I trade him in for a newer model. <laughs> No, you kissed the boss's ass of Seth, Dennis. And I'm telling you, Dennis. I, I, no, and, and then to get back to the yeah, original point. The apology point, thing's annoying. I got to tell you. It, you turned all of a sudden. It was like, <laughs> and by the way, man, you really don't apologize. Because <laughs> no, you messed up a few things on the show. Well, daily. And I <laughs> and I tell you. And then and then you just like, I'll say, hey, Dennis, you, know, you should have did this here. Hey, next time, Dennis, can you please make sure you do this? You know, I'll say it to you like a gentleman. And you'll just be looking at me, and it's like there's no noise. Like just, Const like hello, Dennis. No, I'm, I'm Dennis, taking in. Hello, I'm taking you know, in your constructive like criticism, and I and I write down every. See, no, I you have should like apologize when somebody says that you work for, and that's an elder to you, and that's hold a held a plethora of championships. Right, and I absolutely respect I mean, my uh, elders. Well, I mean, but still, you should say, "Oh, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't. You know, I didn't." Uh, mean that or I made a mistake and, and but you don't and then you said no I don't apologize I said well you're a hypocrite because you're a man in a cloth that, you that's, uh, do you believe in the Bible I don't want to get into religion but do you believe in, <laughs> I don't no, want to get into I, it I don't want to get religion because you're a minister and the Bible does the Bible that book mean anything to you yes absolutely okay so if the Bible means something to you there's something in there about forgiveness and there's something in there about what apologizing right well not really apologizing but, for you know, forgiveness yeah. <laughs> So you should. I well, think. Yeah, my point is do, dropping badly. Do I have to use the quote I used yesterday? Well, there my, should be something in the Bible about apologizing. My my motto was that of Rafiki's from The Lion King. Yes, go ahead, share this with the audience. <laughs> this, That's actually you were, funny. You were perplexed. This was I, a little nuts. I got to be honest so, with you. <laughs> so you it's, you were like, dude, how like how do you just go about like that? And, and ants looking at me, sets everybody's like, what is wrong with you? I said, "Look, man, I live my life like Rafiki. It's in the past. Nothing. I can't change. I can't. What's done is done. I can't change that. All I can do is continue to grow." You said yesterday, "I'm good. I'm not great." All right. 
So I take your constructive criticism. I write everything down. I got a, I got a Bible's worth of criticism from you. All constructive. I take that and I grow. I can't. Oh, you're growing all right. Oh yeah. <laughs> thank, thank you, Chef Mike. Yeah. Can't change the past, man. Nothing, nothing to apologize for. Just continue to get better. Strive for greatness. David in Ohio, you are on the Taz Show. How can I help you, sir? Hey, how you doing, Taz? I'm good, sir. Talk to me. First time, uh, first time calling. Oh. First time in a long time calling. Ooh, you just missed saying it the way that pisses me off, but it's okay. You just missed. No, it's all right. You're good, brother. You you because you said first time in a long time. So let me give you like the way it is here, like the way these people in New York do it, the tri-state area, or just radio in general. They call radio shows and they go first time, long time. So like the way you said it didn't even make me that mad because you said first time in a long time. So it's almost yambag worthy, but it's not. So it's okay. It's okay. Don't apologize. Don't apologize. The theme today is not apologizing. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. What's that? I didn't want to hack the gimmick. I apologize. I hear you. Okay, what's going on, buddy? All right, I was calling about Roman Reigns. If I'm not too late for that. I know SmackDown was yesterday, but I've been trying to call to get my opinion on Roman Reigns. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. First off, I feel like there's only one way for them to make him a good guy for the people to cheer for him. And I think if he, they rebuild the shield, which it seems like they try to avoid, that's the only way they go get the fans to be, you know, on rain, rain side. With the shield? You mean do the shield again? Yeah, they rebuild the shield, have him lead the shield, and they can still go and do their single stories, but mm. if they rebuild the shield, that's the only way the fans are going to get behind Roman Reigns into the championship. Uh, I got to tell you, Dave, I disagree. I don't think that's the only way they'd get behind him, and I don't think you want to redo the shield, in my opinion, because that's kind of regressing. They're going to kind of go backwards then. I don't think they want to do that because both... Um, they, they, they did everything else with Roman Reigns. Why not just rebuild well, the shield? And- the, well, no, they haven't done everything else because what they could do is a long-term plan. What they could do is turn him heel straight up hard and then let him run as a heel for a year and then when he gets really hot as a heel, turn him back to babyface quickly and then you see how people gravitate to him. That's what you do. Okay, yeah, I can agree with you. You have experience. A little bit, yep. So uh, I appreciate you calling, Dave. Thank you, sir. A little bit of experience. Let me look at the Facebook Live here. So we got some people uh, liking the idea of the Shield coming back on Facebook Live. Uh, we have um, Jim Wells. He said Shield will be reformed. Okay, maybe. I don't think they should. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I don't think they should. Just my opinion. They. But who knows? They do all sorts of different stuff now. I mean, they, they're all over the place. Uh, Connor Condon kind of agrees with me. He goes, Shield is done. I hear you on that. You know. Uh, Kink Dog says, I want a Samoan Empire headed by Roman at some point. I know. I think that'd be badass, but as heels. And with that all being said, I'm going to go to break here. Okay, other side of break, I'm going to tell you who, what, everything, what segment was the hottest thing, what stole the show for me, and I'll speak for all of you and for you. How about that? What stole the show last night on SmackDown? I'll tell you. Taz Show. Sit tight.
Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, we're back here, back here on a Wednesday edition of the Taz Show. And the show right now live is everywhere. <laughs> Facebook Live, Gibbick Chat at TazShow.com. You can watch it there or watch it on Facebook Live. You're, you're listening to the podcast version maybe of the audio or maybe you're listening live at the Radio.com app. Spread out like a chick. No, I'm just going to finish my sentence like a chick tricking. What's the gimmick? The, the, it's okay, Dennis. Don't panic. Like a trick. The tricks. They're running tricks. What do you call it when the uh, the prostitution stuff? Turning turn tricks. Turning tricks. That's the word. Like a chick turning tricks spread out on all different corners. Oldest profession. There's nothing wrong with that. It's, they, run, they run around in Reno and Vegas. They're doing that stuff all the time. There's TV shows about it. Yeah, that's what they do. So uh, I was talking to you guys. <laughs> Phone lines are jammed. I got to get to that. I was talking to you guys about um, about what I thought was maybe the best. Not wasn't maybe. It was the best deal on the show last night, and it's the Usos. I think some of you may agree with me. The Usos stole the show, man. They feel, and I've been saying this for quite some time, yesterday they really locked that bitch in. Now, let's not overdo it, WWE. Don't overdo it with them. Don't have to come out every single week and cut those promos on the stage like they do. Okay? Do it once in a while. Don't turn them into Enzo and Cass where you saw it got over. Now you, you drowned people with it. Don't do what you did with New Day where you saw it got over. Then you drowned people with it. Don't do it. Don't. Don't do that. Sprinkle it, baby. Sprinkle it. And I'll send you my bill, my invoice, WWE, for my consultant advice. As you ignore my existence. So, sprinkle it. I'm telling you right now, straight up, sprinkle it. Here's the beauty of the New Day. I'm sorry, the New Day. Of the <laughs> Usos, okay? It's not just that they feel young. They look the part. They scream urban. They scream tough dudes. Obviously, their, their, their nationality, their legacy, their everything. The Samoan dynasty, the whole deal. See, that adds to everything to it. And their look is great. The way they talk, their cadence and bouncing off each other is phenomenal. One of the key things they do that people aren't realizing is such a simple thing. To keep their heat. And what is that? Distance. They're cutting these promos on the ramp. And they bounce back and forth on the ramp. They never get to the ring. That keeps their heat. It's very uh, subconscious. You're seeing this. You're, you're, you know, if you're really delving into the stories and you're one of those guys or girls that likes the good guys, <coughs> excuse me, and hates the bad guys, <coughs> excuse me, um, they're keeping their heat by keeping their distance. It's very simple but very smart. People aren't paying attention to that, and they shouldn't. You're paying attention to the delivery of the promo, the verbiage in the promo, what the Usos are doing. But their heat is there because of the distance. Things you wouldn't hear on other shows. <laughs> so, detailed Jones right there. So, 
Anyway, uh, I, I'm a big fan of what the Usos are doing. Dennis, you down with me or you disagree? I do not. I I I agree. There's just I have a disconnect with them. I just don't. What are you nuts? What's what the, that, what, pal? What's that, buddy? I don't know. What they do is great. I I can admit that, but it just doesn't click for me. I I can appreciate their their work and everything they do. I, I don't know. I just don't. Not for me. Hmm. But I I appreciate. I can un- like how you just said how the how distance. Completely agree. I I like that they're not getting physical. I like that they're they're using their their microphones as their. Uh, <laughs> you guys are being very insulting in my ear. Well, well, who's you guys? The the team. Oh, they're chattering you up. They're throwing out accusations at me. Well, they're calling you a stooge, a jobber, a punk. What are they calling you? I can't repeat it. Oh, it's foul. first words. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Um. But it it I sh- just. It's something I don't. I don't know what you don't it is. Like, so you don't like it. Don't don't dance around it. You dance on the table. What? what, what, what tell, you, know, you don't like it. It's okay. <clears throat> That's what you're saying, right? Yeah, yeah. It is. I don't. Listen, I'm not saying I like the content of the promo. I'm not saying I even. This is going to sound contradicting myself, and I and I don't mean. I'm not trying to be. I'm not talking out of both sides of my mouth. I'm trying to. I'm just going to try and explain myself. Good here. I'm not saying I necessarily like the content. I'm not saying I even like the cadence of the both of them bouncing off each other. But what I do like, appreciate, and respect is the originality. That's what I like. And it's about the performance. And it's not about what me, a guy who's 49 years old, what I think is good to say on a microphone. And what I say is the right way to act on a microphone. It's about a younger generation. And I'm pretty sure when, you know, my teenage son who's 18 walks by the room and sees I'm watching, he goes, oh, you're watching WWE again? I go, dude, I got it. It's my job. He's like, ah. And he goes, oh, Usos. He goes, these guys are cool. He's 18. See what I'm saying? He gets it. Because the hip-hop community is just massive worldwide. You know, massive worldwide for all races, creeds, national, everything. Okay, I don't care if you're a black guy, white guy, red guy, green guy, black girl, white girl, purple girl, don't matter. The hip-hop world is ginormous. I don't think people are using that word anymore, but I'm bringing it back. Just brought that bitch back right there. Ginormous. So, these guys here, okay, the Usos, the WWE is letting them be them. This is who these kids are. And they're friggin' good at it. They're good at it. And Vince McMahon, you think Vince cares about what they're saying? He don't he can't connect to what they're saying. He don't he can't connect at all to what they're saying. But Vince is smart enough to know that is original and it's cool. He knows. Trust me. He knows. Obviously I know Vince McMahon. He gets it. He gets it. So it don't matter if you're a little older. Or if you're a robust ginger man who doesn't apologize. It doesn't matter. Maybe you don't like it, Dennis, but you can't appreciate the performance and the originality. Oh, now you're, now you're going to say yes. Now I, you're going to no, be a sick sa- yeah. No, I absolutely oh, – I said stop. that. That was the first thing I said. Come I was on. like, look, it's, I, there's a disconnect for me, but I can appreciate their mic work. Uh, that was the first thing I said. Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, I have – Francis Ward, <laughs> Facebook Live. Dennis is insane. Agreed. Uh, you know what it is for me too is like I still see them as the the face paint like uh, like face some, paint 
The old Usos? Yeah, that, that, oh, I, come on. That's just me so, so being small brain. I know you're not a wrestling historian, so like during my... I know who did the first drop kick. <laughs> that was funny. That was a good one. Um, I'll tell you this. So when I was wrestling, so when I was by heyday of Taz, the human suplex machine, every time you'd see me, you were thinking of the Tasmaniac? No, no. I wore face paint. I know you did. <laughs> I was barefoot like the Usos. Weren't they barefoot with the face paint? No, I think they still wore boots. I don't remember what their foot gear was. Um, but so were you thinking of, I'm I'm serious. Were you thinking of the Tasmaniac when I was in no, the no, no, no. no could, I don't know. Look, so I'm you're not stammering. Sir. I'm not saying I'm right. I know I'm oh, admi- I know you're not right. I'm no, admitting that You're entitled to your opinion. I'm busting your balls. I know. I'm yeah. admitting that uh, it's flawed how I see them, but it's just uh, there's a disconnect for me. It's not Okay. It doesn't connect. And I, and again, I do appreciate what they're doing. I can I recognize that it's good. It's quality. And I, I bet Anthony loves it. I guarantee you, Ant, you got, uh, maybe I'm wrong. Ant, you like it or not really? Oh, I think they're so over. They are, right? Yeah. I, 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 it's like what you said. It just feels a little bit more real. Uh, I, I like it. And I wasn't big on them at first when they were doing the Samoan gimmick. And now I, I, it's not corny to me. And, and like you said, it is cool. For me, at least, I think it's cool. How about this? Hey, Norvin in California, you're on the Taz show. What's up, pal? Hey, what's up, Taz? Uh, I've got to give you this uh, first time, long time. Oh, Lordy B. Right in the yam bag. What's going on, pal? Uh, nothing. I just wanted to put the show over and give you my off the hooks. And begin. Um, I just want to say that this show is great, and you guys are like the best part of my day, especially you, Taz. Thank you. And uh, if it wasn't for you guys, like I don't know how I'd get through my week. Well, listen, you would get through the week, Norvin. You would. I appreciate you saying that. I just tried my best to make people going to work or school or listen to the audio on demand or the VOD, just have some fun, give some wrestling insight, give a platform to wrestling fans via social media or the telephone. So that's I do my due diligence every day for the past couple of years, and I'm proud you guys support me and CBS does, hence why I have this gig. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And the Minister of Man Meets all right himself. Yeah, he's a little bit of a jerk. Nerd! Uh, so what else is going on? I just wanted to get my off the hooks real quick and then get out of your hair. And begin. Uh, first one, I got AJ Styles versus Juice and Thunder Liger. You can't go wrong there. Okay. And then I got Tito Santana versus HBK. Wow. Tito Santana's a guy we haven't heard yet. I don't believe that guy could throw a drop kick. Yeah, no doubt. Those guys back in that, that era, the mid-80s, early 80s, late 80s, all those guys, uh, drop kick, steady diet of drop kicks. That's like today's version of the super kick, if you think about it. Exactly. <laughs> For real. Seriously. Seriously. Yep. Yep. And then I got um, Owen Hart versus Mr. Perfect. Owen Hart, Mr. Perfect. That's good. Good stuff right there, Norvin. I appreciate you calling, buddy. Thank you very much. Man, the phones are really jamming. Like crazy here. Um, also, also on a Facebook Live, oh man, I want to give this guy credit. I think his name was Fo- Fox Marsh. He's been putting a lot of notes up there on Facebook Live about, I don't know if he came up with the idea, but he was asking my opinion about it, about Roman Reigns in a faction with the authors of pain behind him. Let me tell you something. That's money. That's money. As heels. As heels where Roman Reigns has those two big bastards as his heaters. They do all the work. And you know what? Keep Paul Ellering with them. Keep Paul Ellering with them. Dude, it's a great idea. Fox, I don't know if it was your idea or somebody else on, on Facebook. It's a great idea. And what you do, I'm thinking uh, Spitball Jones, Spitball Booking. You know I do this, Dennis. You know I'm, I'm, I'm pretty good at it. Okay, this is how you do it. Okay, you have, you have Paul Ellering as J.J. Dillon. 
And then you have the Four Horsemen is basically the Authors of Pain, along with um, along with Roman Reigns as Ric Flair. He's the main guy. You know what I'm saying? And you have the Authors of Pain. I mean, Arn and Tully, which I don't. They're not nowhere near as good as workers as Arn and Tully. We know that, and they can't talk like Arn and Tully. But I'm just saying, as in that in that in that realm. And then you, it's very simple to put another guy with them if you want. You don't have to have four guys. It could just be those three guys with Paul Ellering. Paul Ellering. I, th- I just think it'd be great. Um, I would put them in an angle with Samoa Joe. I'd have Samoa Joe eventually turn Joe big time babyface down the road, and have him in a big time angle <clears throat> with Roman Reigns. But R- R- he can't get to Roman Reigns. Joe can't get to Roman Reigns because the others are paying, keep beating the piss out of Joe. Then it's just smirking. I think you like it. I do like it, but I also appreciate your piss. Yeah, well, I'm trying to be a gentleman. You know, no, it was. Uh, I take the high road. You know, that is a really good idea. Yeah, thanks. Also, I have a little bit of news for. I know you're you're crushing Facebook Live. Thank you. But on Twitter, there's a little something oh, I would like to have? share with you. Tell me, sir. Taz is trending. Oh no 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 no! He's trending again. Here, Here he is, trending, trending. Yes, that's what we do here. We trend, and it's because of you, the audience. Keep it hot, as they say in lacrosse when they move the ball. Keep it hot. Keep it hot. Nobody used that term in basketball, too. It was pass the ball. Pass the ball. Keep it hot. Pass the word of the show. Like it on Facebook. Share it, mother effer. God, who's on my mind, bro? Thank you for getting the show trending. I appreciate it. That's what we do here. We kick the piss out of people. Just on a microphone. Not really physically. I just, just saying on a microphone. It's not like we're beating people up. But yes, thank you for getting the show trending. It means uh, the world to me. But I'm telling you, I'm, I like my idea. I like. I love that. Look, man, that's how... All can decide. That's how... Seriously, Dennis, on the shoot, man. That's how creative used to be done, man, back in the day. In the car or in a locker room. And I've talked about this many times. You know, just wrestlers talking amongst each other or one of the bookers or a promoter. And you come up with ideas, man. And just me just sitting here like that, spitballing an idea. I didn't invent that. But that's how, that's what you people as an audience, as wrestler fans, never get to hear. And I try my best to do it here at time. And it can't be contrived. I can't say, I'm going to spitball an idea. It has to just come organically. And I've been doing that for a long time here. And, and I think some of my brethren probably don't like that I do that. You know, and um, because I think that it's, it pulls back the curtain a lot. Kind of, it's, yeah, someone said, why? It's fantasy book. And, eh. It's because that's how simple creative is, to be honest. You don't have to overthink it. I just don't think you need 30 writers and 20 writers. And fi- and that's no disrespect to any TV writers. I know that they'll, they probably hate what I do, too, because, you know, I'm kind of doing what they do and just doing it quicker and simpler and more succinct, just doing it right here. Uh, you don't you don't need uh, you just don't you don't, you don't need that. You just uh, you don't need a million writers. You don't. I just don't think you do. I don't see anybody lose their job. But creative for pro wrestling or sports entertainment, it's not that hard. It's really not. I mean, to me, it's not. And to people that I know closely, it's not, you know. Um, I, I don't think it is. So, you know, I, I think that idea I just had right there is money. Uh, now, now I came off of some folks here on Facebook Live. The initial idea, uh, that wasn't my idea, of putting um, putting Roman in front of or with the, the authors of pain. But I do think you keep 
you know, uh, Paul Ellingworth him, like I said. You have Reigns as the heel. He's in that Ric Flair mode. And, uh, you know, that I think you guys get what I'm saying. Now, Doug Farmer saying Samoan Empire, Roman Reigns, Authors of Pain. I know the Authors of Pains are not Samoan, though. And the Usos with Paul Ellering. I, I wouldn't put the Usos with them. You don't want that many guys. You don't need that much. And and I don't I don't know if I would do the Samoan Empire thing. I don't know if I'd use the word Samoan. I don't know if I would do that. Uh, I don't I don't I don't think Vince would do that. I don't. But who knows? I wouldn't do that. I I wouldn't. I, we had the nationality or the the, the ethnicity of Roth of the Pains. Like what was it? What, what were they speaking? Farsi? What were they? The, the, something. This is GTS. Yeah. Um. I'm not sure. I don't remember if somebody was... Uh... Jordan Stars on Facebook Live says, WWE needs to hire Taz for creative. Uh, no! Never happened. Um, so it, it's, it's, it, it won't happen. Uh, they, they don't want people like me. <laughs> they don't. And um, nor do I have the time, nor do I want that job. Um, I don't want that job because it seriously is a thankless job. It's a damned if you do, damned if you don't job. That's number one. It's a very, very hard job, okay? Hard in that regard, mentally. The, the, the hard part for the emotions of the job is dealing with Vince uh, because you have to read Vince McMahon's mind. And the other part is they don't want people like me because I truly think the opposite or will stand by my convictions and, and buck if there's something I don't like. I'll buck it hard in a meeting, you know? And uh, I've done this in TNA, and it, it you know... And it was welcomed by a lot of people in TNA, and then some others were like, they didn't want to hear it. They wouldn't say nothing to me in front of me, but, you know, they, they uh, you know, <laughs> some of you know this. I mean, a lot of times in wrestling, it's like in meetings, they, they just want people to agree with the boss. They want Seiko fans. They want yes men. So that's what a lot of people here would accuse my old team of, that they, that they were just following what I said. I, and I don't, I don't think that was true. My current team... No one could say that about because these guys just don't listen to me. They don't do anything I want. They just really just aggravate the piss out of me. It's very annoying. It's very annoying. I need to find a whole new team. I really do. It's, it's getting worse. Hey, uh, Brian in Chicago, you're on the Taz Show. Hey, what's up, Taz? How you doing, Brian? Yeah, I'm going to drop off the hook and then I'm going to get in the wind. Oh, um, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. First is the Rock and Roll Express versus Magnum TA. All right, so you got a handicap match, two-on-one. Second match, Jerry Blackwell and PN News, the battle of the big men drop kicks. Whoa. I remember Jerry Blackwell would drop uh, throw drop kicks. PN News threw drop kicks, too? He do, drew drop kicks, too, when he was PN News in WCW. WCW. Okay, all right, no problem. And in the main event, battle of the unique drop kicks. All right. You got Pistol Pez Watley. Remember when you threw that back? Yeah. Drop kick you do I, that back I, flip? He was great. I'm a big mark for Pistol Pez Waffle. Yep, yep. Watley, I should say. Versus Coco Beware. He wow. Would do that, he would do that drop kick off the top rope and land on his feet. Dude, Coco Beware was an underrated talent, man. He really was an underrated. He was so good in the ring. Coco was great. I met him a couple times. Nice guy. I always got along with him. Um, he was a tremendous talent in the ring for sure, Brian. Thank you for calling, buddy. Appreciate that. Now you're in the wind. Like a candle in the wind, Dennis. Two days in a row. <laughs> Why am I looking at um, what is going on on Facebook? I see an LSU tailgate football party on my, my Facebook Live. Are we getting hacked? What is going on here? Oh, the, I love the, the, the 
Answer! Hit refresh? Oh, damn it. Hold on, let me check. Oh, damn it. Give me a... I'm sorry, folks. Give me a second here. See, I apologize. See, that's what I do. Dude, what? why? Nothing's working. <clears throat> Hold on, let me log in. <laughs> Jeez. Hold on, let's see. Man, I, I, you know, we need to fix the equipment, bro. I mean, it's... <clears throat> I, I can't. I can't work like this. People rely on me. I, I can't do this. Alright, I think uh, I think maybe I'm good, but I did see an LSU tailgate party on my Facebook. Why would I see that? <laughs> that is one of the first Play.it commercials run during oh. the break. Thank so. you. Okay. Now I know why. <laughs> Go Tigers. Yeah! Purple and gold. Go get them, baby. Jeez. Uh, oh, uh, anyway, um, what's the other thing I want to... Oh, I also want to talk about it in this show, about from SmackDown. Um, something else that I was... You know, interesting, uh, not interesting, see what you guys thought, but I wanted to talk about was Breezango, Breezango, not, it was Breeze and uh, Fandango, so Breezango. And there was some stuff with, um, you know, with uh, with them I want to talk about. I also want to talk about in this episode, uh, a big night it was for Jinder Mahal. You know, I definitely want to talk about that. So I after, I'll get into that after the uh, top of the hour, once we come out of all the break, because it's going to be too long-winded, to be frank with you. So uh, I, I could grab another call right now before we go to break, and then uh, we'll rock and roll into break because it's a, it's a swamp show here today. Hey, Nando in Queens, what's up? You're on the Taz Show, buddy. Good moment, Capitan. Good, Good moment. moment, Father. How's everybody doing today? Good, pal. Talk to me. What's up? Not much. Um, I just want to get my off the hooks. I don't want to mess up like the last time, but I uh, got them quick. And I also want to talk. Uh, I want to praise you because the Usos was on point. I I. I marked out when they started reading the rights to the oh, these angles. So. That was very good, actually. I forgot about that. But that was a cool, very unique and, and, and uh, awesomely done creatively. I loved it. I, I, I thought it was on point. Anyways, uh, let me get to the off the hooks and so you can go to your break. Uh, jumping Jim Brunzel versus Kurt Henning. Nice. Okay. Uh, the Rockers versus the uh, the Rock and Roll Express. Nice. That you can't. That's that's Dropkick City for sure, right there. Okay. And what then else? My main event will be Hayabusa. Versus Doug Furness. Oh, wow. Doug Furness, another name we haven't heard yet. You know, Doug Furness, uh, good job on that, Nando. Uh, Doug Furness, and thank you, bro, for calling. Doug Furness, for those that don't know, was a powerlifter, just a monster, man. B- big, giant quads and calves, very powerful guy. Um, he tagged with a guy named, uh, 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 oh, jeez, uh, Lafon, Lafon, Lafon? Yeah, Lafon. Um, and they were over like Rover. In all Japan, bro, back in the day, for working for Baba in all Japan. What a tag team. They had a, they had a short stint in ECW. Good guy. Doug Furness, just a, a – Doug had a, a stint. I don't know if the farm was there. I can't remember. In ECW. But I know – I think he was. Maybe you could GTS that because my memory is not good. But I remember Doug. I've had a lot of conversations with Doug. Good dude. And, oh, man, what a dropkick he had for a guy that was a powerhouse. Good lord, that guy could drop kick. Uh, good job on by Nando on that. I didn't think of. Uh, I don't think anyone said Doug Furness. Definitely, definitely like that one. Definitely for sure. All right, so look, here's the deal. I'm gonna go to break, right? And maybe do you have the uh, Lafon thing or no? I'm all over the place here. Uh, Dan. No Cruf- Doug. No oh, Doug. Crawford. Dan, Dan Crawford. Dan was his Crawford name, yeah. was his partner. No, that was that was that was Lafon. Yeah, Dan Crawford. Uh, That's the, his real the name. The duo joined Extreme Championship Wrestling in mid '96, so where, where they had a series of matches against Sabu and RVD. Yes, yes, I knew they were both there, but I could have sworn for a short time it was after that it was just Doug, but I can't Doug Furness, but I can't recall. 
whatever moving on so we're gonna break here obviously other side of break will be in the hour hour two actually as they say as they call it an hour two and we will discuss uh, Jinder Mahal, uh, the big buildup for him for this Sunday. And uh, is it good? Is it bad? Is he worthy? We'll discuss that. Also, Brizango, what's the deal with the fashion files? I'll give you my thoughts and opinions straight up Jones right here on the Tash Show. Sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, one hour down, one hour to go. Live, live right now. Taz Show, Wednesday edition. We're everywhere. The show's live right now, everywhere. Audio wise, video wise, Facebook live, everywhere, we're everywhere. Uh, tell you what, you want to hone in to get some. A good meal in your body, and I had a great dinner last night, man. I can't, I cannot begin to tell you. My wife and I prepared it under 40 minutes. It took. You know where I'm going, baby. Blue Apron. Blue Apron very flexible. Customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. Blue Apron has several different delivery options, so you can choose what fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. Customize it to your liking. I do this, okay? Uh, it, it, it's phenomenal. All less than $10 per meal. That's the truth. Less than $10 per, per meal. And of course, I have a great deal for you guys. I'll get to that in a second. But the variety is crazy with Blue Apron. You choose from a variety of different recipes every week, new recipes. Or you can just let the Blue Apron culinary team surprise you. That's your prerogative, whatever you want to do. Recipes are not repeated within a year. That's something I don't think I've ever told you guys. So you're never going to get bored. So here's the deal. You can get options, different options of meat, Fish, veggie, poultry, you customize it. And how about the guarantee? Blue Apron's freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they will make it right. That's business right there. So here's the deal. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free with shipping, free shipping, by going to blueapron.com T-A-Z. That's blueapron.com T-A-Z. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait. That's blueapron.com slash T-A-Z. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. So, I was saying um, before we went to break about Jinder Mahal real quick. Yeah, I wanted to say Jinder, Jinder, Jinder. So Jinder Mahal is getting ready to get an opportunity at the WWE Championship uh, in Chicago at Backlash against Randy Orton. And uh, by the way, I think we have that little gimmick. We'll, we'll run that in a second about Randy that, from Randy's Twitter account. If you haven't seen it, it's very funny. But um, Jinder Mahal, man, whew, they are really cooking him up. He had a huge night last night. Yo, I'm telling you straight up, huge night. Okay, proper build for this guy leading into this Sunday. Okay, and he beat AJ Styles last night, which is impressive. They, they, I know it's a work, but I'm saying from a creative standpoint that they believe in him. They're building him the right way. I'm sure if I'm Randy Orton, I know I'm happy that he got a victory on, on AJ. That's good. That's a good build for this guy. They're, they're cooking him up. They really are. And then he laid out Orton, right, at the end of the night. Okay, so you, you can't go wrong here, man. They're, they're doing the right thing with Jinder Mahal. 
And I know there's still some people out there like, ah, oh, the guy was a job, or the guy wasn't doing nothing. Ah, oh, why do you push this guy out of nowhere? Yo, the, the, the mother effer don't look the part. I mean, really, his work rate ain't there. Look at this guy's body. Literally, the cliche, he's cut out of stone, man. The guy is just ripped. He looks legit. And with the, what do you call the guys with him? Um, what's his, his cousins? What they, what's the they, Singh brothers. Singh brothers. You know, they're, they're great. I mean, the Singh brothers, what, what, this would have been funny. A little fancy booking. Imagine when uh, they, they jump, uh, when Jinder gets all that heat on Randy, lays him out. If, like, I was texting with somebody from WWE that was at the show, without naming names. And um, I said to this guy, yo, you guys should have like 20 indie wrestlers run out and just jump Randy and beat him up. And the guy just popped, cracked up. I mean, it would be funny because of all the stuff that happened with Randy Orton talking about indie wrestling and all that stuff uh, early in the week. So, um, but anyway, it was just a joke. But um, thing is, man, I really, I, I tell you, I really think they are, they are uh, cranking up Jinder the right way really boiling him up the right way and it works and it's what you're supposed to do and i, I think i said this a week or so ago dennis I, remind me i can't recall <clears throat> i might have said that i think jinder is going to i i probably said i wouldn't be shocked if jinder defeated randy and became champion you did i did yes so oh i'm still thinking that <laughs> I just think that he's different. It works. Um, uh, you know, I'm looking at Facebook Live here, and I'm with Lizette Austin. She said, why the mad faces? Yeah, I'm confused. What? People don't believe it? Is it because of gender? Why? I don't understand. Is that what they're upset about? Uh, it makes no sense. The guy is, he's a heel. He's great. Really? I mean, you know, this, this guy, uh, he's legit. He's legit, and uh, so what? Because he wasn't getting a big push back back when he first came in, or or it, it seems like people think like his his push came out of nowhere. Well, hello, that's called a push. So what if? And, and then then we we all as a wrestling community could bitch like, oh, they push the same guys all the time. Push somebody new. Well, they're pushing somebody new, and now you're giving push back. Stop it. Stop. Why am I yelling at everyone? It's horrible. Paul. In Maine, you are on the Taz Show. What's up? 200 days, Taz. 200 days. Now, what does that mean, sir? 200 days until our reigning defending Super Bowl champions show up in Buffalo and eat your lunch. Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? So you are calling to attack my little old buffalo bills that are not powerful they're not a dynasty like your team and you're gonna kick us when we're down that's what you're doing correct yes i am okay that's very gentlemanly like of you you live in maine so i understand uh and you've been a patriot fan your whole life paul yes sir okay i can't sit here and say we're gonna beat you i can't i really can't day night cold um, hot but i'll tell you what i'll be rocking the blue and uh, the blue and red Rooting for my Bills and my Bills Mafia will be in will be in the corner and we'll hope for the best. While you guys just run around playing grab ass with all your Super Bowl rings and hey listen, Paul, it's easy to be a Patriot fan. It is. It is. But you live up there, so I can't throw a flag on you. You got people here in New York that are Patriot fans. That pisses me off. That's uncalled for. But you could take it two hundred days. And I'm sure you'll call back if and when you guys beat us. But 
Give me your word on something, Paul. Paul. Yes. Okay. Yes. Oh, I'm here. I don't know. You're not saying nothing. I'm not sitting there with you, bro. Letting the host of the show talk. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. It's very kind of you. Here's the thing. Give me your word. If the Bills capture a victory at any point, <coughs> excuse me, in the regular season, did you just laugh? Was there just a laugh? I think you did laugh. Yes, I think you left. Right. Small one, small chuckle. Yeah, a little chuckle. Try to be rude here. If it happens, bro, you're gonna call and you're gonna you're gonna put over my bills and me. Is that is that fair? I think that's fair. I think it's fair. Who else However, in the dude? No, hold on. Who else in the AFC East is gonna beat you guys besides maybe the Steelers? Who am I missing? Right. I mean, the Jets aren't gonna do it. Bills probably aren't gonna do it. I mean. Dennis, and goes the Broncos own them in Denver. Oh, stop! It's not the end of it's not the AFC East. Stop. Maybe the Broncos from a couple of years ago. Yeah, I kind of agree with uh, Paul on that. Paul, is there anything else of substance, or you want to ruin my day more? What do you want to do here? I uh, pretty much just called to ruin your day. All right, thank you, uh, Paul. Um, will you uh, be honest? Were you ever a football player? Yep. Oh, really? Would you play in uh, high school or college level? Uh, only up to high school. Okay, that's no problem. That's cool. You don't mind me asking, what position did you play? I was a nose tackle. Oh, really? What was your height and weight? Uh, by high school, I was like 5'11", about 245. Okay. And what was your 40 time? Uh, I think we did that freshman year, and I don't even remember. I was probably the slowest kid on the team. Oh, that's awesome. I meant for killing people, not for catching. Oh, you were just like, you were just like, you were like, you were like Curly Culp. Yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't there to really pay attention to the Hold game. on, do you know who Curly Culp is? Do you know who Curly Culp is? Name sounds familiar. Don't want to act like I know him. That's called a no, sir. No! That's called a no. You do not know who Curly Culp is. Nope. He was a great nose tackle for the Houston Oilers. But listen to me. You were a nose tackle. You were slow. You were the slowest kid on the team, but you were killing guys on the field. That's what you're telling me, right? Bingo. Okay, and what happened? And what the, what, why didn't BC take you or beat you on know, any of the college teams? Or what, what happened? I mean... If you were that good, what happened? Uh, didn't take it seriously enough. I should have done, should have taken uh, right. better care of myself at the time, too. I understand. <clears throat> you were younger. Right, I understand. Okay. Concussions. So, concussions, you threw that in there. Okay, got it. I understand. So I played nose tackle, too. I was pretty good. So, uh, but uh, that's all right. I wasn't the slowest kid on the team. Actually, I was one of the faster kids on the team, but that's, uh, that's another story. But you called the room my day, and you should have gotten faster. That's what it is. And Dennis, I think, played some interior line, too. Right, Dennis? I actually played linebacker. Oh, you told me this. Yeah. Yeah, I believe that. Sneaky fast for a fat guy. Yeah, but you weren't that fat when you were in high school. <laughs> no, I've, <laughs> I've certainly packed on the pounds. All right, Paul, is there anything else? No, no not really. Not great. You feel better about yourself? I feel pretty good, actually. No one cares. All right, great. So that's a deal. All right, so uh, what else we got? We got uh, we got a lot of people calling the show. I got to also get into the um, the Fandango stuff. I wanted to talk about that a little bit for sure. Um, definitely want to get into that. Have to get into that. Miles of California, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? Hey, man. I was hoping I was next to call you. <laughs> Wait, hold on a minute. So, so listen, you, I noticed on the gimmick chat, and my team told me, you're on the gimmick chat, and you're double-dipping on the Facebook. Yes, yes, I am. You are everywhere. I appreciate the support. What's <laughs> going on, buddy? What's going on? <clears throat> um, yeah, I just want um, your take on the, the face-off between AJ and Kevin Owens and the main event. 
you know, <clears throat> look, the face-off with Kevin Owens and AJ, uh, to me, I think it's cool. You know, I, 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 like I said earlier, though, dude, I'm sure you heard me. I don't like that, that Kevin was doing the whole Jericho stuff. <clears throat> I don't like that creative they put out there for Kevin, in my viewpoint. Um, and, I agree. Uh, you know, I, even though I'm sure that Chris is going to come back and get pushed again and do something with, with Kevin, which is fine, but I guess that's why they're doing that. Otherwise, I don't get the reasoning behind it. I mean, just, you know, you know, Chris had a great career. Let him just, you know, go off in the sunset. And, God, we can't be yeah. creative, en- creative enough to give Kevin something of his own or – you know, yeah. I mean, Kevin's a smart guy. I'm sure he can think of it on his own. You know, that that's my only thing. I mean, um, you know, and I do like that Jinder got his heat on Randy going into uh, the pay-per-view this Sunday. I like, yeah. I do like that. I mean, I have no problem with that. Um, I thought that was good, you know, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, and we got to run that video, uh, by the way, of uh, if we have it ready. Thank you, Miles, for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. We got we got some work to do here, though. Uh, so we're going to run this video. If you guys didn't see it on Randy Orton's Twitter, it's actually very funny. This is from Randy Orton's Twitter. This is uh, off of the comments of the other day about dives and about the indie wrestling. It's actually pretty funny. Whoever put this together for Randy did a good job. Let's run this thing. Let's check this out. Look at that. So it's a diver. <laughs> this is funny, man. It's a diver going off of a... Uh, it just says dive on a tweet. And it's, he's doing a dive, and Randy runs behind him and, uh, what do you call it, does the RKO. It's very, very, very funny. <laughs> I mean, that's that's very, very sarcastic, funny, and I don't know who put that gif, jife, gif together, but did a good job on it. I got to say, that's very funny. It really is. I've never not laughed at one of those Randy Orton RKO <laughs> things. They're always funny to me. Yeah, no, I know. It is. Um, so anyway, it's, I don't know. It's, it's RKO out of nowhere, as they say. Blaine Thomas just said here. At least he can uh, laugh about it. Yes. Uh, Blaine Thomas, by the way, this gentleman, I don't know this guy, but he's on the Facebook and he was uh, putting um, some posts out there earlier saying, oh, um, who are these new guys on the Taz show? He hasn't been on the, He hasn't watched the show in a long. I'm like, dude, where you been? You know, what are you doing? You know, so, so welcome back, Blaine. I don't know where you've been, but you, gotta, you can't leave the show. Next, you know, Dennis invades, and we got Cowboy running the calls. Cowboy. We got Anthony jumping on here. Ant, jump on and say hello to Blaine on Facebook Live. Hey, Blaine, how are you? Okay, great. So there you go. So... Uh, <laughs> That might have been his best (laughs) pop-in. Hey, Blaine, how are you? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God almighty, he's the best. Anthony is the best, there's no doubt. They call me the Shockmaster. It's unbelievable. One more word, and I'm hanging up. Oh, boy. It's uh, it's unbelievable. Oh, man. The the funniest part of of Ant is just... His post show, and he he's going a mile a minute, and you you just why the post show meeting? You oh. let him go, you let him go, and then you go, Ant, 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 Ant. <laughs> you gotta calm down, man. <laughs> I'm sorry, boss. I just got, yeah. I'm just I'm just going. I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Didn't I accuse him of being on like some heavy narcotic? Yeah, drugs? yeah, you, you did. You made some. You made I some very big accusations. And then Seth was in here, and Seth, I thought Seth would be the voice of reason. No, Holy far from crap. it. crap, Seth just verbally destroying Ant. Ant got mad at Seth. Anthony did not take Seth's crap and went right back at him. Like, oh, my God, Seth is just looking to fire someone right now. Don't piss off <laughs> Seth. Ant, I mean, did you think you went over the, line, over the board a little bit there? Overboard, I should say, uh, a little bit with, with, with uh, Seth? He is your boss. He he definitely is my boss. No, I like I said, I think it, it brought us together closer. It was just a constructive, you know, heated. <laughs> Hold on a second, sir, sir. 
Constructive means someone learned something. I didn't learn from that meeting. Well, because you know everything, so <laughs> I learned true. from good you. Good point, good point. Very good point. I do know everything. That's a good point. He's a genius. That was a good comeback right there. See, he knows how not to get blown up, and he understands. And I have to say, it only took Dennis an hour and 20 minutes to do my voice today, so that's a <laughs> Unbelievable. 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 Get back to work before I give you a beating. So I was talking about the uh, the, the Prezango Fandango. Um, I, listen, initially when we saw the Fashion Files the first time, I was a little on the fence. You, Dennis, you liked it a lot. and Love it. <laughs> I, it's rapidly grown on me. It really has rapidly grown on me. I... I enjoy it now. I, I, you know, I'm. I like sophomore humor. I like silliness. I like goofiness. I, I, that's my gimmick. I do. I mean, I love it. You know, so I have no problem with that. And then I'm starting to realize what they're doing here. And then I, it, it, it reminded me of something. The couple times I've watched it recently, meaning uh, the Fashion Files. And what it is is uh, from Tuesday Night Titans. For those that remember, like my, my uh, Fuji Vice back in the day. For those older fans, if you don't know it. Probably WWE Network has it or YouTube or whatever. Tuesday Night Titans was a show like um, Vince McMahon. It was like a talk show. And Vince McMahon was the host of it at like a, a desk like you'd see, you know, Jimmy Fallon or, you know, for all the fans, Johnny Carson. But today, like Jimmy Fallon or Jimmy Kimmel, that type of gimmick, that same type of set with, with guests and a couch. And then the, and the main host has a desk like and that was Vince. And they have different wrestlers on there. It was very entertaining stuff. They were ahead of their time with it. Um, actually, on one of the episodes of Tuesday Night Titans many years ago, there was a guy on there named Gamma Singh, Gamma Singh, and I believe that's either Jinder Mahal's dad or his uncle. How about that? So um, there's some history for you. I can't remember if it was uncle or his dad. Um, so, yeah. So uh, And John Dean right here on the Facebook Live. Lord Alfred Hayes corrects us. So Lord Alfred Hayes, for those that don't know, he was an announcer for many years ago from the UK, and he worked for Vince McMahon for WWF for years, and he was like the uh, the co-host, kind of, I guess you'd call him a sidekick for Vince McMahon on the Tuesday Night Titans. But I'm bringing up Tuesday Night Titans because that's what, there was a, a thing on there called Fuji Vice with, with the great Mr. Fuji and Don Morocco, and it was a playoff of the old TV show called Miami Vice. Now, Dennis, you're a little younger than me. I don't know if you remember any of, you probably remember Tuesday Night Titans. It's from like the early 80s, mid-80s. I do not. Dude, it was funny stuff. It was so like, it it was a lot of it was so bad. It was it was funny. It was like that type of thing. And I think that was supposed to be the humor. It was supposed to be bad funny. And that's kind of if you watch something on Tuesday night, uh, Tuesday night Titans, I urge you guys go to WWE Network or YouTube, watch just one bit for five minutes of Tuesday Night Titans, uh, especially Fuji Vice, and it it'll probably remind you of the Fashion Files. So. That's kind of, I don't know, it just that jumped out to me. And um, it, it uh, I don't know, very, very funny. It was, a, it, was a, it, was a, it was a very cool thing back then. And, and I don't know how, I don't think it even lasted that long, Tuesday Night Titans. It wasn't, you know, they didn't do that, sec, that show for that long. But it really was Vince being just ahead of his time on that stuff. It really was very cool. Hey, uh, Nick and Salem, uh, you are on a Taz show. How are you, pal? I'm good, Taz. How are you? Oh, I think we have an imposter. Who is this? Uh, actually, this is James from North Carolina. Why did you say you're Nick from Salem? Because well, I thought I could do a good Nick from Salem impression. <laughs> Sniff that out. Wow. Was it bad? Try it again. Let's start over. Hey, Nick in Salem, you are on the Taz Show. What's up, pal? 
Hey, buddy, this is Nick. For- oh, man, I already messed up. Hold that on. was actually, that part wasn't that bad. James, you've called yes, the show sir. before. You, James, you've called the show before, right? Yes, sir. All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, I remember. You're a good dude. If you don't mind me asking, how old are you? Uh, I'm actually about 20. About? You don't know your age, bro? <laughs> what, the, what the hell is going on, James? You don't know who you are. You don't know what part of the country you live in. And you don't even know your age. Oh, what are you? What is uh, the deal? What are you nuts? No, I'm, I'm 19. I'm almost 20. I said almost 20 because I felt like if I said I was 19, I was going to get judged for being a younger. Caller. No, you're not going to get judged. No, we had a lot. We've had a lot of different younger, younger callers. It's no. I would never do that. That's not. I. I don't judge. Well, maybe I do judge sometimes. But you oh, said, yeah. I thought you said about 20. That's what well, you did say about 20. Well, let's yeah. move on. Let's move on. Here's the thing, bro. You can't call and tell a call screener you're a different guy. You're not that guy because then Cowboy looks weird, you know? Cowboy. And then he gets mad. Then he puts you on a list and then you can't get through anymore. That's what happens. Uh, well, I won't do it again then. That a boy. Yeah, I, I'm yeah. a regular caller. I know you are. That's why I, I, I'm, I'm not, you know getting that mad here to be honest uh so what's up is there anything you want to talk about you just want to imitate how about nick from salem all of a sudden he's over like rover he's got people impersonating him badly yeah um well i wanted to say i agree with you i think the breathing stuff is pretty funny yes i i didn't think when they first started that gimmick that it was really that over i thought they just put two two people they didn't really want to push together and yeah and yeah kind of just went somewhere but they're they making it work but they're making it work you know what i mean the the, the wwe yeah. is and the wrestlers are for sure yeah and you could say the same with the well maybe not as much with the uses but the uses have definitely gotten better oh yeah usos are over james they're, they're doing great um you know sometimes thank you for calling james i mean nick i mean james i mean nick i mean jip 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 name jip jip uh, anyway, uh, that's the part where Dennis is about to bury the guy I just hung up with because you won't do it when I'm on the phone, right? Typical producer, radio producer crap. I saw your face. You're getting ready to bury him. But while the guy's on the hook, you say nothing. I'm, I'm not going to. I do want to, but because you said that, I'm not going to now. But I don't like that. This is not a traditional radio show, and that's well, the if, traditional radio crap. I hate that. If I hop in, then you get mad that I hop in, so I, I pick my spots. <laughs> but... <laughs> I, I really wanted to hear his impression. Like, what was what was his... It wasn't a good impression. No, the impression sucked, but, like, what was he going to do? Was he going to go into a whole bit of, like, was he... <laughs> Hold on, wait. Nick Pellegrino on Facebook Live, he goes, <laughs> Nick from Salem is actually... Nick from Salem is actually trending. <laughs> he might be. That's funny, though. Oh, jeez. Uh, what are we doing here? This is craziness. All right, a couple other wrestling things I want to talk about before I get the break. Well, one I'm going to have to talk about on the other side of the break. And, um... Because I'm not going to have time to lay it out here. But there is, um, uh, and that's something about um, Rusev. And I want to get to that on the other side of the break. But before I go to break, I want to talk about Charlotte. Okay? I feel for Charlotte that she's in, and, and Becky Lynch. Charlotte Moore. Because this whole angle they did last night, what they've been doing, you know, what, what all the females, along with Ellsworth, um, you know, he's getting an opportunity to steal a show, and he's doing the best he can. I don't blame him. He's just in a, a weird spot, and he's going to do a pretty good job of it. I, I really, I got to be honest with you, I'm not a fan of, I know they're going towards a six-band match, you know, with Naomi, uh, Charlotte, and uh, Charlotte and Becky versus the welcoming committee. I get it uh, for Sunday. I know that. I just don't think Charlotte should be in, there. I'd be in there. I don't think Becky should be in there, but I really don't think Charlotte should be in there. She, to me, Charlotte, <clears throat> when you watch it, she, 
the angle, the stuff they're doing, they did last night, it almost looks like Charlotte doesn't belong there. It's like, you know, she just doesn't belong there. I mean, hopefully it helps elevate the other girls and uh, in the angle, but it just, it, I just feel like she don't belong there. Like, she, I, I just look at her in a higher realm. Becky, too. I, I, But, I mean, Charlotte, especially because of the robe and the regalness, like the look of her dad, that she, she has this, that she's above everyone. I just don't feel like she belongs in that angle. I just don't. You know, I don't. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know her. I, I would assume she's probably not happy that she's in that because she, stand, she stands alone atop of things you know without help from anyone else but you know i like the little bit they did what naomi and her yesterday uh in the pre-tape uh backstage you, you saw that right where she said to naomi basically i'm paraphrasing like i'm coming after your title or whatever she said or something after this match or something i think that's fine um naomi is the woman's champ right and she you know uh she almost uh she shouldn't be in this I mean, I just don't think you take a singles title and throw it in, you know, throw it in there. And Naomi's not galvanized as a champion. She feels like a newer champion. She just should not be thrown into a six-person gimmick, in my view. On that note, I'm going to break. On the side of break, I will uh, talk a little bit about um, Rusev. Where was he? What was he doing? What's going on Rusev? What did he tweet? Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. And I'll give you my viewpoint on that. Rue 7, hockey? What the hell do those two things have to do with each other? Tasho, sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Alrighty. Fourth quarter city. We've been on Facebook the whole effing show, kids. Yeah. We've also been on a gimmick chat. Gave no love over there, hardly any. Not good. Tomorrow, we will not do Facebook Live the whole show. How about that? I don't know how often I'm allowed to do this. Let's just put it that way. It's not just my call. It's not as easy as you all think. So anyway, um, I was going to talk about Rusev here for a second before we wrap up. I also have, uh, in this segment, a lot of calls to get to. So hopefully uh, everybody can be patient. I'll get to you guys the best I can. We've been talking a lot of SmackDown here in this episode. Having a lot of fun. Uh, engaging with everyone in every facet. I noticed that we uh, stopped trending, uh, which basically is horrible and sucks. And I blame not my audience, and I don't blame me. I blame the Taz Show team uh, because of the lack of social media push and plugs. And this is why we are faltering. This is the problem. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being... Of sucking, I'm, I'm 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 tired of being with people who suck. Um, and and Dennis, you are in charge of this team, and you're the other guy. You're the head honcho, and I'm a little disappointed in you. I, I got to be honest, I, I really am. I'm, I'm because you are a better leader than this. You really are. Yeah. What? You're dying. Right. Say something. 
I will be better, sir. So insincere. Really are. Sick of you, bro. You have no idea. You got so mad that you switched fans on me. Yeah, well, there's some behind-the-scenes jogging for you here. What's on the docket today? It's getting warm, and it's hot in this room because they don't have the AC. The AC don't kick on until we're done at 9 a.m., which is nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. It's controlled by the building. So what happens is get a couple of big boys in here, and it gets a little warm. So um, I always have a fan on here because I'm right by this a big heater behind me, and it's all this equipment around me. So it gets hot here. You know, in this spot. But now it's getting warmer. In Dennis's area, it's getting hot. So he borrowed a fan from someone's cubicle, which he basically stole it. And the thing is on growth hormone. The thing is gigantic. And it's cooled off the room. And now I stole it from him. And he's using baby fan. I'm using big boy fan. And now on Friday, we will have Katie Linendahl will be live in the studio. So, you know, that's a big deal. But the problem is... Katie is going to be amongst two big sweating men. Now, Dennis, take the high road. I'm just telling you. Don't say anything. Can't make any sexual jokes when Katie's around. She gets mad. Ah, <laughs> oh, you boys. You're disgusting. Nerd! <laughs> All right, anyway. <laughs> so. Oh, Lordy B. All right, hey, uh, Danny on uh, Strong Island. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Danny! Good moment, Taz. How are you? What's up, pal? Good moment. Uh, I just had a question about actually NXT Chicago, if you don't yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it, bro. What's the plans with Asuka? Do you think she drops the belt on Saturday and mm. moves to SmackDown, or do you think she stays in NXT? Um, I What I would do, I would have her drop the belt. I think NXT is in a full reboot, like kind of, and they're bringing a lot of new talent in, different talent they're starting to build. You know they got they got to crank this up. I um, I think Nikki Cross and Ruby Riot have been getting a good push. I do think they're gonna have an excellent match, Danny. I don't know if you agree, but I do think that three way is gonna be excellent. I do. Yeah, I I think the match is gonna be awesome. Uh, I I, I'd that- move her. I would move her. Do I now? To do I think they're going to? You know, I I guess I gotta put myself out there. I, I yeah, I I I think so. I think I think maybe she loses and it's time for her to move on. I. I don't, bro. Here's the thing, Danny. What more can they do with her there? That's my point. Like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's. Uh, I'd like to see a move. How about you? I do too, but I just feel as though, in, in terms of storylines on Raw and SmackDown, I just I'm having difficulties trying to find a place for her. You'll find a place because look at what WWE has been doing. It's been a needle in a haystack. They've been scrambling with yeah. stuff, and so I'm random. yeah, they're random because they've been hit with the injury bug too. Let's be honest. WWE's been hit with the injury bug. So they they've had to scramble a little bit. They have. So you got to give you got to give them a little a little nod for that. But uh, I I think with Oscar, you could definitely inject her on SmackDown for sure to to help yeah. out there because you know I think someone like like Charlotte and or Becky need a new opponent. Um, I don't know if they're going to keep that title on Naomi long. I I just feel I just feel like I said earlier in the last uh, segment um, of this show, Danny. I feel like um, <clears throat> if you look at Charlotte. She seems out of place uh, amongst these other girls. She just does, you know. And yeah. I just think, imagine her and Oscar in a real program where Charlotte can do the talking for the program, like like Ziggler's doing the talking for the program with Nakamura. Oh, it would be awesome. Yes. I, oh, wow! Oh. Damn it, cowboy! <sighs> Poor Danny. Cowboy. I know cowboy didn't mean it. 
Well, when you got the name Cowboy, you have a quick trigger. Stop! Why is this happening on a show? Why? This is what I mean. This is stuff I'm talking about. And it starts with you, Dennis. It you need to be a leader. You need to lead the team. Oh, no. He's writing stuff down, ladies and gentlemen. What does that mean when he writes stuff? That means he's writing nothing. I would like, I think I'm going to get the beer-battered pretzels that are frozen. I could dip them in water. I'll, I'll do that. I'll also, I need a, oh, I know what I need. I need a pound of bologna. I want a half a pound of olive loaf. I'll take a quarter pound, a pound of American cheese, Lando Lakes. I also will get, oh, I'm trying to lose weight. I will get some low-sodium Sam. Uh, ham, Sam, ham, ham, what the? Jesus. You're not writing anything, Dennis. Stop. No, I actually wrote most of that. That sounded delicious. Yeah, you. that's your food menu. It's unbelievable. And it's all boar's head. I don't use the land of lakes. Come on. James Hayes, Facebook Live, he's making a menu. Yeah, you're right. Everything you write down, Dennis, nothing ever comes to fruition. Paul, in Ohio, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Good moment, gentlemen. Good moment, my friend. How are we? Yeah. Fair to Midland. How you doing? <laughs> Got some off the hooks for you. And begin. Uh, high energy match. Uh, the Rocket Owen Hart versus Coco Beware. Yes. We talked about Coco earlier. I love it. Good stuff. Okay. Uh, super heavyweights. Braun Strowman versus Bam Bam Bigelow. Bam Bam. Earth I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, sorry. Uh, versus Bam Bam Bigelow versus Earthquake. Did the uh, Earthquake throw a drop kick? I think I've seen him do at least one or two in my life. Okay, I can't remember, but you could be right. You could be right. Okay, and what's your last? Uh, Mr. Perfect, Kurt Hennig versus Tito Santana. Well, that's money. I mean, I was talking earlier about Tito Santana. We've talked with these drop kicks off the hook about, about Kurt Hennig uh, a few times already, and thank you for calling, brother. I uh, appreciate that, Paul. Thanks. We've talked about that. Great of a worker, not just drop kicker. Kurt Angle, uh, Kurt Angle, Kurt Henning uh, was for sure. But that Tito Santana, man, he could drop kick. There's a name that I haven't heard yet for drop kicks off the hook. A name I should have put in mine. That's the Pedro Morales. For those that remember Pedro Morales, tremendous wrestler for WWF. Pedro Morales, he was great, man. His drop kick, his work was. Dude, I'm telling you right now, okay? I'm telling you, I'm getting off SmackDown for a minute. Sorry. I'm telling you right now. So if you go back, you younger fans, if you go back and watch, you can find it all. Again, here I am plugging WWE Network again, and they don't plug I do, but I'm a man of the people. That's what I am. I'm a man of the effing people. I'm telling you, you go on the WWE Network, and you look at some of those old matches. Just watch a few. And look at the work rate of some of these guys, like Jose Estrada, who at the end of the day was an enhancement talent. Or Pedro Morales, who's a push guy. Or Tito Santana. Or, I mean, you can go on and on. Obviously, Randy Savage and Coco Beware and Ricky Steamboat. Uh, the guy who broke me in, the unpredictable Johnny Rods, for a lot of his career was enhancement for sure. But watch his work rate. Watch how good these guys work. And how realistic their work looked back then. I'm telling you, the timing, the ability. Yeah, it's a little bit of a slower pace than today. You're going to see that. You're going to see, and you'll see some bad matches. Absolutely. It's a slow, it's a little bit, some of it, some of it is a little bit of a less athletic look than today. Absolutely. 
Watch all the punches, the stomps, the kicks. Watch the wrestling, the chain wrestling. Watch that. That's <laughs> that's kind of what's missing today. Some of that, the realistic look. If you go back and watch Memphis, Memphis wrestling when when Jarrett, Jerry Jarrett, not Jeff Jarrett, Jarrett's dad, and and Jerry Lawler were booking that promotion and all the the great talent that been through the doors in Memphis. Okay, before it was USWA, and they were doing the tapings in, uh, in the TV studio there in uh, Memphis uh, at the news station. You watch, man, I remember seeing angles like run-ins. I can't remember. God, I'm drawing a blank. I don't know if it was Rick Rude or somebody. And how realistic, like, a run-in looked. It looked like a shoot. The way it was done, the way it was shot, just, I, I can't explain it. It just looked, the realistic, uh, the reality of it, it just looked so real, like it... It was, it was great. It grabbed you. Watch some old um, violent matches if you wanted, like from Japan, you know, with the late, great Bruiser Brody. Watch some of his stuff, how people scattered and ran from him when he was in the audience. In Japan, it was like Godzilla was walking through the crowd. They were running and screaming to get away from guys like Abdullah the Butcher and guys like Bruiser Brody or guys like Stan Hansen. Yo, I'm telling you, man. I'm going old school here. I don't know why. I just went off and went on a tangent for no reason. Seriously. I'm not saying that's how the business should be now. I believe in evolution. I believe in times change. I do believe in the, uh, the, the youth of the business. It's a young man and a young woman's business. I do believe in that. But I do think there are elements from back in that day that some of the younger talent should incorporate for sure. There really is. There really is. So, uh, Dennis, are you familiar with some of the names I mentioned? I've heard of some of the names. I've never seen their work. So. You uh, Are you familiar with a guy, uh, Manny Fernandez, the yes. Raging Bull? Yes. Okay. You watch a guy like Manny Fernandez when his prime, when he worked. <laughs> this guy looked like he was beating the mother effer out of somebody. Watch, watch a guy like Matt Bourne, who was doink. How great this guy's physicality, physical work was. Or a guy that I loved. I was a huge fan of this guy, Buzz Sawyer. Big inspiration for me. I never met Buzz, and he's no longer with us. But Buzz Sawyer was an amazing, his, the reality, the realness of his work and how intense his work was. That's the that's missing today. You know, guys, are, I hate stereotypes. I apologize to all the wrestlers, and I don't mean this for everybody. So many of the guys and girls seem like they're playing a part. They're playing a role. And that's what needs to go away. I'm telling you. Brian Fritch on uh, Facebook Live. Buzz was freaking nuts. He was. It was great to watch work. Nick Pellegrino on Facebook Live. EC3 is hot right now. He's a great talent. No argument. EC3 gets it. EC3 gets it. From the way he looks, the way he talks, his work... He gets it. And there were a lot of people when he came into to TNA and started getting the push that didn't believe in him. But they stayed the course with him, and he stayed the course. He's, he's, he's doing great, and I'm happy for him. He's a good guy. Good guy. Melissa Morell on the Facebook Live. Beat me if you can. Survive if I let you. I remember that saying. <laughs> She goes, it's my all-time favorite. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate that. So, but I urge you guys, 
and my team to go look at some of those names and watch some of those matches and just watch how tight guys worked. You know, it's um, – look at – from a female perspective, go, go watch Alundra Blaze or when she was Medusa Michelli, Michelli in AWA and some of the stuff she did, her work rate, how, how intense of a female worker she was. Talk about athletic. Talk about being ahead of your time. Talk about being able to shoot out there a little bit and, and not hurt anyone and do business. Look at Sherry Martell. Not just the stuff she did with HBK. A lot of people remember that. You know, oh, Sean and all that stuff where she was like his valet in essence. Watch her work rate. The late, great Sherry Martell. Watch that from a female perspective. Yo. <laughs> she brought the wood, dude. <laughs> so I'm talking there's so many men and women uh, in past that were just tremendous talents. Um you know, I, I do miss that era. Maybe because I came up in that era and I was part of some of that era. Uh, so I get it. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, it's definitely... Um, obviously, things have changed. And, and that goes... That, that's just the way things go. Uh, but there should be elements of that in today's work rate, in my opinion. Andrew, New Mexico, you're on the TAT show. Okay. Andrew in New Mexico. Hello. 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 Hey, T- Taz? Yes, sir. How are you, Andrew? You're on the air. No, this is Ron in Staten Island. Oh, Ron in Staten Island. You're on the Taz <laughs> yeah, show. Let's go. Right. It, it took me a second to catch up to what was going on. Let's do this again. Hey, Ron in Staten Island. You're on the Taz show. What's up, pal? Hey, good moment, Taz. What's up, man meat? Man meat. I like What's that. Up? Just flat out man meat. Yeah, just yeah. just straight up. Yeah, yeah. So I got I got two quick things. One, I know you were looking for a way to get the uh, the callers involved in the name game. We did though. Well, hold on. Now, did you hear the name? The last name game we did earlier in the week, we we got the calls involved pretty good. So you're gonna have to swear me away from that. Did you hear it uh, or not? I must have missed it. I must have missed it. We did a pretty good job on that. Where Dennis, help me explain this. A little last, bit, last Friday show. So instead of having the callers start. We would just uh, kind of rotate them in. We go like two or three rounds with each, and right, and then so get them in. That's basically what I was going to say. So okay, well, great <laughs> mind, I, great minds think alike. <laughs> exactly. I, I like to think I'm on the same page as you. But you are. Know. You are. It's all good. You're a Staten <laughs> Island guy. You're on the same page. We're we're good. We're good, bro. And uh, my other thing was yesterday. I work. I work in Manhattan. I'm over here right now. I'm out in uh, Times Square. Right. I do construction, and I was going out for lunch yesterday, and I actually met. A former Jets and Bills coach yesterday, uh, by the name of the Rex Ryan. Really interesting. I, you know, I I uh, I'm through Times Square a lot on a daily basis. Uh, where was he? Uh, I'm working on West 44th. There's a hotel, I think it is, right across the street, called the International Something. Yep, I know. Out of there. I know it very well. Yep, I know it very well. I yeah, go have yeah. drinks there after the show. I drink there at 10 a.m. I'm drinking there all the time. I'm joking. <laughs> so he was staying. He was staying in there. Was he playing footsie? What's he doing in there? What's he? Doing? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he came out with his wife, his daughter, so I didn't want to bother him for a picture, but Good. I did talk to him for a second. I shook his hand. Yeah, um, He's a nice, real nice guy, a lot slimmer in person, but uh, I'm a Dolphins fan, so I had to make that Oof. known to him. Wow, okay. And what did he say? <laughs> I, told him wh- I told him while he was here, he entertained us a lot, and he told me, yeah, we beat your ass a lot, too. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> now, I'm a big mark for Rex Ryan. I got to meet him and spend a little time with him Um uh, and thank you for calling, man. I, I appreciate that uh, very much, Ron. Thank you. I got to meet Rex Ryan when he did that charity softball game at Yankee Stadium. 
uh, that Boomer and Carton held. That's when I used to be friends with them. Uh, not anymore. They hate me now. Uh, they absolutely hate me. Yeah. So uh, anyway, that's what happened. I'm a hateable guy. But anyway, and I got to meet the Rex Ryan. I talked to him for a little while in the dugout at Yankee Stadium. Yes, interesting turn of events. Good guy. Definitely a good guy. Uh, definitely, definitely. You know, I'm sure he'll end up as an analyst somewhere. He'll get a TV deal. I mean, he's got the gift of gab. Maybe I should get him as a co-host. I wonder if he knows how to produce audio on a like show like this. No, he does. I go for him for advice all the time. <laughs> You're looking for a way out of here, aren't you? You can't wait to be fired. Oh yeah, <laughs> I know. Any way to take a court sh- uh, shortcut, Dennis? I know that. I could see it in your eyes. You're done. The honeymoon's over, bro. The honeymoon is effing over. You Did are we so ever done. go on a honeymoon? Yes. Yes. Well, you and Anthony might have went on a honeymoon. <laughs> I don't know about me and you, but that's a whole nother That's not true. <laughs> we went to Aruba. <laughs> Hello. Hi. I can just picture you and Ant with lays on. Oh, big grass skirt guy. Grass skirts and lays on your neck. Coconut bra. Yeah, coconut bra, coconut bra. What the f? Yeah, I, I, that would just be just, just, just. I would love. Oh, I would. That'd be one day if I'm fortunate enough to retire to a beach. I just sit on there and just chow down on some pig while it's just roasting. That's the dream right there. <coughs> Dude, you got a bunch of grapes sitting in front of you, trying to eat healthy, and you're talking about eating a straight up live pig. I mean, what the hell? Sick bastard. Hey, Brian in Connecticut, you're on a Taz show. Hello? Yeah, hello. It's Kenny. What is going on here, Brian? No, it's Blind Kenny in Connecticut. What? <laughs> Brian Kenny? No, Blind. Sir, why are you getting aggressive? Because you call me Brian. Okay. <laughs> so you're Blind Kenny? Yes, Blind Kenny and CT. Okay. Yeah, that's Connecticut. Right. What do you need? Okay, I wanted to give you my offer hooks. Go. Okay. Flying Brian Pillman versus AJ Styles from TNA. Then um, Mr. Perfect versus Randy Orton. And then Eric Watts versus Sparkbug Bob Holly. Okay, anything else? Uh, nope, that's it. Thanks for calling. Well, it's a good way to end the show. Smooth. We'll see who this is. Is uh, this Andrew, Andrew in New Mexico? Yeah, yeah, this is Andrew. Hey, I thought you were, I thought you were in Staten Island. What the hell are you doing in New Mexico? <laughs> uh, what's going on, pal? Um, I want to give my off-the-hooks um, schnauze. Then I have a, a theory about Roman Reigns. Okay, go. Okay, I got um, Bob Holly versus Cody Rhodes. Yes. And then this was just, um, I guess, hacked without knowing. Um, Eric Ro- Watts versus um, Mr. Perfect. Okay. And, and then my last one will be um, Dolph Ziggler versus um, Chris Sabin. Dolph Ziggler versus Chris Sabin. Chris Sabin is a guy that we yeah. haven't heard. Not a tremendous. Him and. Uh, him and um, Oh, God, I'm drawing a blank right now. Motor City Machine Guns. Oh, help me, help Alex me. Alex Shelley. Alex Shelley, thank you. Great guy, too. I drew a blank on Alex's name. I feel bad. Oh, uh, Great yeah. guys, great workers, both of those guys. Uh, the Motor City Machine Guns, holy crap, they were studs, for no doubt about it. What else is up, Andrew? Um, so I'm a, I'm a conspiracy theorist like you. Yeah. I have a conspiracy theory about when we're age, you could agree or disagree. Yeah. But I feel to get, like, for the fans to like him, 
is to take off that vest. I feel the bulletproof vest is a heat magnet. Mm. I think, you know, I hear what you're saying. I think maybe, I mean, maybe it, 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 it's it, some people might think what you're saying is that's a little nuts. I don't think it's a little nuts. I, I think you could be onto something. I have been saying for a while it should change his look, Andrew. That I agree with for sure. Thanks for calling, bro. Um, I do think his changing look, his look would help. But like I said at the top of this particular episode of my show, I do feel that um, they need to turn him heel, let him be a heel for a good year. Like a real nasty bastard, a heel, and and then turn him back to face, and I think you'll get a different Roman Reigns then, and a different reaction to Roman Reigns. But at the end of the day, guys, you know you got to realize, you know, <laughs> like I've said many a times, it's all about the reaction. He's over. Roman Reigns is over. No matter if people are booing him or not, it's John Cena style over. He's over, dude. And that's why he's getting pushed, and he's always in the spotlight, and he's always on TV and on their streaming stuff and everything. His reigns is over. I've been saying it forever here. And it's a shoot. Until they take him off the tube, he's over. All right? That's the deal. On that note, we're done. So, uh, hope you guys enjoyed the show. Gave you a little Facebook Live for two hours here. Spread the word. Like it. Let people know what. What? Do you want to talk about Rusev at all? Okay. Before I wrap up the show, I want to tell you uh, about Rusev. Damn. Didn't want you to forget. Thank you. I do appreciate you doing that. You know I do. I'm just mad at myself. I didn't remember. There's just so much that goes into the show. Rusev tweeted, Why'd you make me wait this late, Dennis? When you get rolling, I mean, Jesus. take your hands off. Oh, my Lord. Right, anyway, Rusev tweeted this out. I want to talk about this real quick. So this show is going to go a little deeper into fifth quarter. So it's the show's not over right now. Okay? So we have the tweet. Okay, so there's the tweet. Okay, sorry, SmackDown. Hashtag SmackDown Live. I had to make the Preds game, the uh, National Predators, the hockey team. Uh, see you when I see you. And this is from Rusev's Twitter account. So... This was last night, I believe, around 9 p.m. Eastern, maybe 10 a.m. That's uh, 10 p.m. Eastern, sometime right around while SmackDown was on or getting ready to wrap up, whatever. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm in New York, so I don't know how that works with Twitter, and he's in Nashville, so Nashville's an hour behind New York. So regardless, so it's interesting because some people are like, wow, this is weird. Like, you know, during SmackDown, he would tweet this. Yeah, and, and you know, I agree. Some people, somebody, I think it was Dan Torres, I wanted to grab his, it was a while ago here on Facebook Live, he had made a mention of this also. And also, uh, Tony Torrio on Twitter tweeted about it to me earlier this morning. I'm trying to get the shout-outs to the people who mentioned it because I did notice it also. And, you know, the thing is, like, some people think it's strange and, and that he would do this during um, during SmackDown. And some people say, who, who, who makes the schedule? He can just make his own schedule, and how's that work? Well, let me discuss the schedule real quick. First of all, if the guy's not at the show, he's free to do whatever the hell he wants on his downtime. It's his downtime. It's, it's not like he has to do whatever they say for him to do. It's that's He can go where he pleases. Even though Raw's on or SmackDown's on, he's, he's not working. He's off. That's number one. But I can tell you, number two here, it is frowned upon on social media, in TNA for sure, as I've witnessed it, uh, and I'm pretty sure WWE too, if you are, you know, I'm assuming this, so hang with me here. If you are promoting something else or mentioning something else while the programming is on, <laughs> the company where you collect a check. So 
I do think that was a little strange by Rusev to do that. Um, Rusev, let's just leave it like this. Rusev's not the only one to have done stuff like this. There are some of their WWE talents that still do this. Um, I believe, and it's their business, but I believe a lot of times this is a slight sign of disgruntledness. And it's a, a kind of like a cry. Not, I don't know, exaggerate me too dramatic here, so hang with me, please. It's kind of like a little bit of a cry for, not cry for help, a cry for... I'm a little little mad here because I'm not on the show. I'm competitive. I want to be there. I don't know Rusev. I never met Rusev, but I guarantee he's all of those things. He's a competitive guy. He's he's probably pissed he's not at the show. He's probably pissed he's not on TV. Um, I'm I don't know his the backstory, but I, I don't. Maybe he was at the show. I don't think he was, but because he said he's going to the hockey game. Right? Where was that game? The hockey the Predators game in Nashville. And their show yesterday was not in Jersey. Where was the show? Not Jersey. Uh, New Hampshire. New Hampshire? Really? They went from Newark to friggin' up to New Hampshire? You sure about that? Positive. Where in New Hampshire? Uh, I got to check yesterday. Really? The show was in New Hampshire? I didn't know where SmackDown was. I caught the. I missed the actual very, very beginning. But. Um, Manchester, New Hampshire? Yeah, people are, are putting on the Facebook Manchester. Arena? Matt Rude said, Rudd says, uh, Manchester, I was there. Okay, thanks, Matt. Uh, okay, so, man, that's a that's a tough... Usually for TVs, they don't go from Jersey all the way to Man- New Hampshire. That's a tough go. Uh, but regardless, uh, and thanks, everybody, give me the Manchester gimmick on the uh, Facebook. So here's the thing, like, with the Rusev thing. So he obviously wasn't there if he was in Nashville going to the hockey game. But he didn't have to put that out. But I, I'm not... Hey, I don't, I don't... Rusev can do what he wants. That's his business. I think he put that out there because he, like I said, I, he's probably, my assumption, just my opinion, he's probably a little bit, a um, little ticked that he's not there. Otherwise, there's no reason for him to do what he did. Again, he is not the only person who does this sometimes during Raw or SmackDown. And I remember, without naming names, because I won't do that, in TNA, there were certain people that would do that sometimes while TNA was on. And, man, it pissed off the front office. And I think in that regard, the front office was correct. You know, social media now, it's a different world now. So that doesn't mean you got to sit home and watch SmackDown. doesn't mean you got to tweet about SmackDown, even though some companies tell you to do that. But they would say, hey, what the F, dude? You know, you're talking about going to the hockey game. You're like saying, hey, later, SmackDown. Again, just my opinion reading the guy's tweet. I hate the past judgment of Rusev. Don't know the guy. But... That's how I see it. Um, you know, I, I, do I think it's wrong what he did? I, no. I can't say I think it's wrong because I don't know the reason why he did it. I strongly doubt he did it because he loves the National Predators that much that he has to promote them while bashing the company that he gets paid from. I mean, maybe bashing is an exaggeration on my part, but I think you get my drift. So I can't say it was wrong what he did because he might have good reason. They might have told me back on he would be back on TV by now or his wife would be back on TV right now, and neither of them are. So maybe maybe he's angry. Maybe. So, uh, you know, Jim Wells on the Facebook Live said CM Punk did it before <sighs> while he was at a Blackhawks game. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a, it, and, and there are some people that still work there that do do this while Raw or SmackDown's on. I, um, if I'm the WWE, 
I'm I'm not going to be happy when when any talent does that. Just my opinion. But in defense to the talent, they could be pissed off and disgruntled, and that's why that happens. Again, things you will not hear on Dancing with the Table. Yes. Not to be confused with Dancing on the Table. That's the sequel. All right. Can I end the show now? Have at it. <clears throat> I mean, you stop me from ending the show. And then post-show, you'd have been like, I wanted to talk about Rusev. Hold on a minute. That's a bad impersonation to me. Uh, everybody here on Facebook Live saying Lana will be on SmackDown. I know that. I see the vignettes with the, the cheesy music they're playing. That song is the worst song ever. This sexy, beautiful woman who's got nothing but charisma and talent, and they got this song on it that just absolutely sucks. No one likes that song. No one. I decided for everybody. Sorry, Lizette Austin says, they were telling me, Taz, not you. Damn it. It's Facebook Live. I can't get the hang of it. Sorry, everyone. I thought you were telling me. Dan Torres, too much wrestling. I stopped watching NXT last year. Overload Jones. I hear you. Thanks for supporting my show, though, Dan. I appreciate that. So, I guess I got to wrap up here. Mark Loth, Mickey James has the worst music. Yeah, her music is like, uh, it's an old song, if you remember. Some of you guys might not remember. Some of you might. Uh, what's her name? Was it Cindy Lauper? Uh, not Cindy Lauper. Ah, uh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fine. You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey. That's what the beat is like. Hey, Mickey. Who did that? Ah, uh, Mickey, you're so... Tony Basil. Tony Basil? B-A-S-I-L. Basil. Yeah, the Basil. Basil for me. Yeah, Tony Basil. Yeah, so da, 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 da. that's what the uh, the beat. If you if you listen to both tracks, you know, uh, take out podcast Jones. Uh, maybe we can hear it, and then uh, people listen to the other the band won't, and then we'll wrap this up. Or we can play the Mickey song from her actual Mickey James ring music. No matter what, I, I understand Mickey's music is not great, but I can tell you this much: that Lana. Theme music they're using while she's doing the burlesque, whatever she's doing on the stage, the dancing stuff is worse. I, I'm just not a fan. So, the beat of this, this is the original. It's actually a very cool song. It's a cheerleader gimmick. But, um, this is, I remember the video on MTV back in the day. It's a little cheerleaders. Da, la, 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 la. It was crazy. It was funny. Um, but the beat, like, I think once it kicks in a little bit, yeah, it's, it's a little bit like her original song. So, I mean, her current song, I should say. So, if you uh, can we pull up uh, Side by Side Jones? Can we uh, get the other one? Mm-hmm. Look, Lana, uh, Kink Dog saying Lana was extremely over. No, Lana will still get over. Once she's on live mic, this is it? Yeah. Jesus. Pack City. Here it is. This is Mickey James' current ring. You got to say more. If they just changed a couple of notes. That's it. Yeah, I'm like Music Man Jones. I'm just using notes. I'm with yeah. Zanji Jr. over here. Kidding me? No stuff, bro. No everything. I mean, it's total Hack City Jones. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. You're welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I would have done enough. Girly song. Nothing against girls. All right, enough of that. So, look, uh, another Taz show in the books. I appreciate you guys joining on. Talk a little smack to anybody who engaged on the phone. Or on the uh, gimmick chat of at Tashow.com, Twitter, 
or maybe you engaged here on the Facebook Live. I appreciate you. I love you guys. Thanks so much for everybody here, my whole team. Uh, we thank you, and we'll be back tomorrow. I'm Taz. You are not. Adios. Said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal, play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at To so go and pour another drink just to get away We gotta live it up, Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let